Mark Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. Nikaq de Masnu, Dukhe Dil Ka Marham. Nikaq de Masnu, Dukhe Dil Ka Marham. Ye Farma Gaye. Hai Rasool-e-Mukarram ye farma gaye Hai Rasool-e-Mukarram Ye shadi hai beshak Muhabbat ka zina Ye shadi hai beshak Muhabbat ka zina Baharon ki aamad Sabaqa tarannum Baharon ki aamad Sabaqa tarannum نکاق دے مسنو دکھے دل کا مرہم یہ فرما گئے ہے رسول مکرم السلام علیکم ورحمت اللہ وبرکاتہ اہلا وسہلا ومرحبا بیکم It's a beautiful morning, beautiful, hot uh, Tuesday morning here in Johannesburg. And yes, it is hot. It is hot. My beloved, wonderful listeners of Merkaz uh, Sahaba, uh, the voice of Ahlus Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Arafat bin Ibrahim Hatia is the name. And uh, uh, I will be with you from now till 12 o'clock, inshallah. Uh, my beloved engineer, none other than Haji Suleiman Esop. He will be my engineer from now till 12 each, inshallah. Of course, uh, I want to welcome all our wonderful listeners of um, Sirius FM, our wonderful listeners of Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Remember, our WhatsApp number is 084786. International Overseas Listeners Plus 27847863132 Plus 27847863132 Today is the 21st of Jumad al-Ula 1445 Which is also the 5th of December 2023 Let's uh, welcome our beloved, honorable, respected Fadila to Ustad, Hazrat Malana Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein Hafidahullah. And uh, Ustad, uh, uh, what's the latest uh, currently breaking news in Gaza, in Palestine? Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. rahim Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulihi al-kareem. Amma ba'd. All praise due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Three soldiers killed in fighting, day number 60. So three more jutlas. There's much more, but the jutlas, harami, say three. We say, alhamdulillah, dispatched to hell forever. Kremlin announces Putin will visit the UAE. So that is Dubai, Abu Dhabi, and Saudi Arabia. Iranian president to visit Russia. So it shows that now Putin is going around. And remember that the the country where he visits, they must arrest him, but nobody will arrest him there. So that's why he'll be going there. And obviously America and them will be burning with jealousy and envy. 
judges accept reduction of hearing in Netanyahu corruption trial due to war. So Netanyahu will keep on playing, playing with them, you know. So like how we got Zuma, yeah, and so forth. So there they got Netanyahu. So IDF arrest 21 wanted person and closes printing facilities in West Bank. You see that? They can pick up anybody. Rocket sirens sound in Gaza border communities. Now let me tell you about IDF thrust into southern Gaza and closes in on main target Hamas in war. They really want in war because now they're losing. And remember, a certain sickness has overtaken them, and that is diarrhea. So the new name for them is not Israeli Defense Force, it is Israeli Diarrhea Force. There they are messing their pants, the whole army that are in Gaza, and this is a punishment from Almighty Allah, Jalla wala. What a shame and disgrace of Israel, 60 days on, and they can't beat Hamas. Hamas is giving them a good threshing, but they are baby killers. They will go and murder the innocent people, you must remember that, and the children and civilians and so forth and so on. So that is what they will be doing. So may Almighty Allah decimate and destroy the apartheid terrorist Nazi regime of Israel. Amin. Ya Rabbal Alameen. <coughs> Somebody says here, Ustad, that uh, uh, dear Mufti Sab, celebrating birthdays, is it jais or not jais or not jais? And cutting the cake in birthdays, is it jais or not jais? It's our firstborn only daughter, Ustad. Remember that in Islam, we must follow and believe in the Quran Sharif, in the Sunnah Mubarakah, and we must follow the Sahaba, and all those are the Kuffar lifestyle. They have birthdays and cutting of cake and all these things, yeah. So millions of daughters are born. It's not only your daughter that is alive, you know. So all this Islamically is totally haram and has no place in Islam. Almighty Allah has made this very, very clear. Chapter 5, verse number 51. Ya amanu. Oh, you who believe, you have true iman. Do not take the Jews and the Christians to be your protectors, your friends. They are the friends of one another. You can just see in Gaza, America, France, Britain, all were the Jewish Haramis. Whole lot of them become Haramis and super terrorists. Now for you, brothers and sisters, whosoever befriends them, you love their customs, their culture, their Christmas, their New Year, and you love their birthdays and all, for in minhum, you become part and parcel of them. Tomorrow, maybe you wake up with the Jutlas and the Jews and Christians, Allah forbid, or with the Hindus and non-Muslims, and Habibuna Rasulullah sallam's authentic Hadith in Abu Dawood. Man Whoever imitates a people becomes part and parcel of them. And remember who increases the numbers of the enemies. So the hadith in Mustadi Abi Awana, where Habibuna Rasulullah said, Man Whoever increases the numbers of the enemies so of Islam, so you become part and parcel of them. 
And Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala nos fatwa mentioned in Bayhaqi, Ijtanibu a'ada Allahi fi eidihim, stay far, far away from the enemies of Allah during their festivals, their celebrations, their birthdays, all that will come in there. So we gave you Quranic verses, we gave you ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu we gave you the fatwa of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu and according to all four schools, Shafi'is, Malikis, Hanbalis, Hanafis, totally haram. It is just something for self-engrandisement, just to show off and so forth. It has no place in Islam. <coughs> Somebody wants to know, that if one puts on clothes borrowed from non-Muslim and it is time for prayers, can he or she proceed to pray with those clothes to start anonymous? So why are you borrowing clothing for non-Muslims? What's the reason? So you must remember that. So they will be people who don't worry about Paki, Napaki, and so forth. So Quran Karim states, وَسِيَابَكَفَتْوَهِرْ And your clothing must be 100% pure and clean. So we will say, no, it's not permissible that. Because they will have their wine, their dine, their swine, all that. You must remember this in dead clothes. Even when they wash it, they won't worry about washing it properly and so forth so best is you abstain from that and the first question will come for what must you borrow clothes from non-muslims i can't understand that we are muslims then what you want to borrow their sari or you want to borrow their you must remember some other clothing allah alone knows so that in itself is questionable you must remember that mm. Somebody says, Yo, Ustad, that uh, dear Mufti Sahab, uh, my daughter got married three years ago. She's a student of Deen. She qualified as well, but only stayed one day at her husband's house, Mufti Sahab. She lives by us. He never visited her one day, but calls her regularly. Are they still married, Ustad? So you must remember, as long as she didn't give talaq in verbally or in writing, so then they still husband and wife. We don't know what is the reason. You must remember it's a very abnormal situation. And the car takes place and then the wife goes to the husband, spends one day. So by one day we understand that one day, one night and so forth, maybe something happened there. And then your daughter said she wants to come home or he told her she must go home. But yet they are in contact with another. The nikah is still valid because he hasn't issued talaq. But that is not the ideal situation. You must send your daughter back to her husband. Remember, he has more rights over your daughter than the parents. The hadith in Mustadrak Hakim, Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Inna a'adham al-nasi haqqan al-rajul. The person who has the greatest rights over the male, over the male after he's married also, Ummuhu is his mother. Wa inna a'adham al-nasi haqqan al-mar'a. And the person who has the greatest rights over the lady, so you must remember, is who? Zawjuha, her husband. So he has more rights over her compared to you, the biological parents. So send her there. But if you don't want to send her and all that, there's some other problems, then you must rather divorce and all that. You can't carry on like this. We don't ever say you must divorce. We always will say make the home and don't break the home. But if you want to carry on like this, obviously you can't carry on with life like this. Husband somewhere, wife somewhere, and three day, three years pass and so forth. So that is totally abnormal and unacceptable. I would like to remain anonymous, Ustad. I need help. I am constantly committing zina of the eyes. 
I am married to a beautiful wife, but cannot stop lusting after other beautiful women. It is like a disease, Ustad, and the greatest test for me. How do I free myself from these shackles of desire and lust, brother in Islam, Ustad? Remember, my brother, first of all, it's good thing you are honest about it. Quran Karim states, chapter number 24, verses 30, 31. Tell the believing men to lower their gazes. When you lower your gaze, then you will protect your private part. When you don't lower your gaze, then you will look at this lady, that lady, and so forth. Then you will look at the movies, and then you will get addicted to pornography, and so forth. And then Allah forbid you might Allah forbid get involved into adultery and so forth which is punishable by death for the male and the female who are found guilty so the husband or the wife or both of them Allah forbid so you must do three four things number one is this that you must impose a fine upon yourself every time you look at a lady so a strange lady so remember say 50 ren 100 ren 20 ren and in one week one month 30 days 40 days 50 days before the next year's school starts you will be 100 percent straight if you are really sincere so that's one Number two is keep on reading the du'a, Surah 25, verse 74. Ya Allah, grant us such spouses and such children that are the coolness of the eyes. Read, Ya Wadudu, Ya Wadud. Ya Allah, you are the creator of love. Let me love my wife more and more. Let me love my children more and more. And not the haram things I'm doing. Sahamun means sahami. Iblis. That this is one of the poisonous arrows of Satan, Shaitan, the hadith in Ganzul Umar, when you are staring, looking at other women and so forth, or women are staring and looking at you and so forth. And then remember, keep on reading this dua. Allahumma hassin farji. Oh, beloved Allah, that you protect and fortify my private part. End of the day, my brother, you can read all the duas you want to, but if you yourself don't want to change for the better, then nobody can make you change. So we must be clear. So you must impose that fine upon yourself. Start fasting one day per week or Monday or Thursday or so and say, Ya Allah, this is what sickness I got, what madness I got, and I want to change. Ya Allah, you help me. But you must take the initiative and impose that fine upon yourself and read two rakat salat to toba daily and regularly mm. subhanallah subhanallah i've got uh, uh, uh sister abby she says myself abby and emily are proud of your radio station 100 people last night accepted the faith of islam and islam is a beautiful religion our friends at work are saying uh, aka islam is terrorist and they can prove it to us they say that's why only muslims are getting killed around the world but you don't listen to, of other religions getting killed or harm what answer do I tell them? Ebi, Ustad. You must tell them that, first thing you must tell them, that if you study Christianity, what is the constitution of Christianity? They will tell you the Bible. Ask them which Bible. So you got the King James Version, you got the New International Version, you got the user-friendly Bible. So many different versions of the Bible that the virgins are confused and they're blowing their fuses. If you ask them that Hinduism, 
So which Hinduism? The Hinduism that worships lingam, the private part of the male, or the one that worships Yoni, the private part of the female, or the one worships Gaganeshi, the elephant, or worships Hanuman, the monkey, or worships Ganpati, you must remember the rats and the mice. So which Hinduism are you talking about? So that can never be a peace, making peace with Almighty Allah, with idol worship. If you speak of Judaism, Judaism made God Almighty Allah himself racist, Allah forbid. They said that God chose them and everybody else is Goyim, Gentile, second class, third class, fourth class. So you must remember that. So you must give them one example. You must tell them when you have a tree, a tree of plums, peaches, whatever. So all these ones that are rotten, nobody worries about them. Those that are ripe and fresh and so forth, those are the ones the people want to steal or shake the tree and throw the stone at and so forth. So Muslims are like that. We are the only people who can prevent the new world order, the satanic order of America, of Europe and the West and Israel. So therefore, they attack Muslims and every time they lose. So see, I give you two, three examples. Example number one, Afghanistan. Britain came in there thrice in the 60s, all three times they lost. 79 to 89, 90, so you must remember Russia came in and the whole Soviet Union collapsed and disintegrated. Then America came in with 47 other countries, coalition of 48 countries, and they got such a hiding, so they all had to run away and the Taliban beat them. And today, their Taliban's economy is better than Pakistan and many, many other countries. They have lithium and they have everything. You must ask them that why do Americans and Europe and Israel attack Muslim countries? Because Muslim countries have oil, they have gas, they have lithium, they have gold, all that. So why must we share our things with you and we must listen to you when these resources belong to us? So who are the real terrorists? You who invade us or those who are? You must remember defending their territory, defending their resources. Today I sent out a great message on Telegram, on Twitter, X, and all the groups. I said a thief entered somebody's house and he told him, get out. So that person said, no, you go to hell. I won't go out. So he killed that person's father and kidnapped his son. So then this person here got upset and then he took a baseball bat and he gave him one shot. So like that as October 7th, you see so when he gave him one shot, so the world media said, now you're wrong. Why you had to hit him with a baseball bat? They don't see that this person want to steal my house. This person murdered my father or mother and kidnapped my son and so forth. They still ask the question, why did you I hit him with a baseball bat or shoot or injure him? So then they come the next day and they demolish my house and kill us. So who are the real terrorists? Mm. So people must not be donkey brains. They must know and they just swallow what the Western media says. The biggest super terrorist today is America. From World War II till now, they invaded more than 50 countries. The biggest super terrorist now is Israel. They're committing war crimes, genocide, ethnic cleansing and crimes against 
with humanity for the past 75 years and more. We must remember that. And while speaking of that, let me make one more statement. I should have done so this morning, but I made so many, inshallah, if I remember, I'll do it tomorrow morning for our other listeners. So you must remember that you see the ICC, the International Criminal Court, and so forth. Who is the chief prosecutor? Some Khan character. So if you look at the name, you might think and assume he's a Muslim, but he's a Qadiani, he's a not Muslim. People have Muslim names, but they don't mean they are Muslim. He is out of the fold of Islam. So now he visits Israel. <laughs> he visits the hostages family. When he's told to come visit Gaza, he doesn't come. So now the question arises about the impartiality, you must remember, of the ICC and the chief prosecutor. How much did they pay you, O Khan? How much did Israeli Jutlas pay you? So for what you had to go there? Because the whole world knows 80% of the world now are in favor of Palestine. Millions of people are marching in Washington, in London, in Paris, in Western capitals, and in Pakistan, and where and where and so forth. You must remember that. But when you are bribed and corrupted and so forth, now the world manufacture evidence and so forth. The evidence is there that they are the war criminals. They are committing genocide and so forth but now they want to buy the people off so you must remember that like the Arab regimes you know the Tanpot dictators Saudi Arabia Emirates all these things when they are Muslims and so forth they are speak of the rulers whole lot non-Muslims you must remember that Morocco Jordan Egypt and so forth so that is what is understood so the biggest terrorists are the western countries they want to steal all the resources of the Muslim, where there's oil, there'll be turmoil. Why did they murder Saddam Hussein and Gaddafi? Because of the oil. And why did they murder half a million children? Just ask them that. That you my Madeline, uh, Madeline Albright, you must remember, she said it's worth it to murder and kill half a million children in Iraq. So <laughs> who are the terrorists, madam? So ask them these questions. The idiots and fools, they got donkeys' brains, you know. <laughs> Allahu Akbar. Somebody wants to know start is talaq, which is uttered, written in any other language besides Arabic. Is it valid to start? Yes, as long as it is in the past tense or in the present tense. You say in English that you, you take your name and you write it down or you utter it. And you say you have already given your wife one talaq or two talaq or two, one divorce or two divorce. So it's valid. Or you say you are divorcing her now and so forth in the present tense or past tense. Any language it is, 100% is valid. You must remember that. Whether you utter it or whether you write it. And if you say three talaq and three divorce, then three is valid. So, But it must be in the present tense or in the past tense. Somebody says, respected Mufti Sab, my niece is getting married next week. They're having a few events before the wedding and inviting family and friends to these events. Bridal shower, pamper party, henna night, etc. The night before the wedding, they usually have supper and then the family members throw powder on everyone, throw people in the pool. Mufti Sab, I personally don't approve of all these events and don't attend. And also, especially now with what is happening now in Gaza and the state of the Muslim Ummah. I feel this is not right. Please advise Ustad. All this is bid'ah and haram and not permissible. Take each night and see how much money is being spent. 
You say that they're going to have henna night, Mendy night. Then you say they're going to have baby shower or bridal shower night. So it will be bridal shower in this case. Then they will have one night, Thursday night, they'll tell you Quran khatam or Yasin khatam. Then they'll have one night, the Kawali show or some musical show and all that, or belly dancing. All this haram and not permissible. Remember that. That Quran reading also is just to fool the people. You must remember is more just to show off who got the best abaya and the best clothing and so forth. At each of these functions, what will happen? Intermingling will take place. At each of these functions, video will take place. At each one of these functions, everything that is done there is riya and wasum'a is just to show off and impress the eyes of people and impress the ears of people. So you must remember people getting married from time of Nabi Adam salam. So all these are satanic customs and therefore Quran Sharif teaches us Surah 17, Chapter 17, Surah Bani Israel, verse 27, Innal shayateen. That those who squander their wealth and waste their money and so forth, they are brothers of shaitan. Did you not wonder why the divorce rate in Muslims is now spiraling? This marriage finished because husband gave talaq. That marriage finished because the wife made khula. That marriage finished because the husband is guilty, so they went for fasakh and so forth. So all this is showing you because the problem lies with the husband or with the wife or with both of them. You must remember that. And from day one, our intention is not pure. Our intention is something else. Whenever calamities come, we must take a good look at ourselves. Mm-hmm. We ourselves are the cause for all the problems. We can blame everybody else, but deep down we know that you are guilty. So therefore, these marriages, they don't last, you must remember. There, the other day I heard, you must remember, a person had to buy a ring for his wife and so forth, quarter million rand, two 250, just the ring. So sure. all this year is what? It's just, just showing off and so forth. Then after three months, six months, the girl comes back home. So we start wondering what happened now. So remember that we place so much emphasis on materialism and on worldly things when the ummah is starving, when the ummah is crying out for assistance and so forth. In Gaza, they don't know when they're going to have the next square meal. And because of this harami super terrorists, Jutla, Zionists, and so forth. And we, in one one wedding, we bust up one million rand, five million rand, ten mm. million rand. So how can that ever be justified? All the haram, not permissible. Mm. Respected Mufti Saab, uh, I run a small business from home, and I purchase in bulk from companies. And at the moment, there is a shortage of one of the items that I purchase. And some business who are Muslims have pushed up the price because of the shortage. Is this allowed to start? So you must remember if it is clothing or if it is shoes or blanket or what, then it's permissible. But if it is basic food stuff, you must remember that, so then it's not permissible. For example, it is oil or sugar or rice or flour or something. 
Now this every person basically needs it. Now there's an artificial shortage. All this is because of capitalism. You must remember that. So they manipulate it like the petrol price. The petrol price will go down tonight. The diesel price will go down. Why? Because elections is near. You know in March, April there will be elections. So we're going to give you a sweetener. Kalo Christmas. Kalo New Year. So now the people will be jiving and dancing and so forth. This morning after Fajr, I was coming back, I heard the news. They say in Cape Town, the amount of domestic violence taking place. Cape Town is just one. Every way it is like that. So you must remember that in Cape Town, the amount of domestic violence, husband, wife, and so forth, fighting physically and all that. Why? Because of alcohol abuse. This is the Westerners. They know how to play with the words gymnastics in semantics. Islam said every drop of alcohol intoxicants are haram. The West say, no, you must drink, drink, but drink responsibly. When that guy is drunk, what does he know about responsibly? He doesn't know must he drive on the left-hand side or right-hand side. <laughs> so, you must, so he bashes up his wife and so forth and so on. So that is why it is known as Ummul Khabaiz, Ummul Fawahish, the mother of all vices and the mother of all sons. You must remember this alcohol. So therefore, Islam, what it teaches you, so is to stay away from all these type of things here. So we need to come to our senses and understand that all these type of things which is Westerners teach, you must remember, is all just a sweetener. So you got now that if food stuff is Haram and Mustafa sallallahu hadith la yahtakiru illa khati'un people who hoard and store basic needs and necessities so only that person will do it who is a major major sinner and so forth and so on open Muslim Ahmad Mishkat Sharif and all that you will find this type of ahadith there so it's not permissible if it is food stuff which people really need if it is other things and that then it is permissible somebody says Ustad I need to know from Mufti Sab can we sell second hand Underwears and can a Muslim attend the janaza of a non-Muslim? Can you uh, can you answer all this, Ustad? So you must remember for a Muslim to go to a non-Muslim funeral and go there to the graveyard, and that you can lose your own iman. Mm. So you must remember Quran Karim states Surah nine verse eighty-four: "Wala tuswali ala ahadim min humata abada, wala takum ala qabri." It's not permissible for any Muslim person to go and pray for non-Muslim. Muslims, Quran says, nor can you go stand by their grave and so forth. So you must remember that people, they go for memorial service and so forth. This Mawlana and this Sheikh and this Imam and therefore we say they're out of the fall of Islam. They go pray in a church, they go and hold a candle and so forth. What Muslim does? Paka murtad and out of the fall of Islam they are. To read Salat, there's haram behind them. To invite them to your masjid and jalsas all haram all these type of things yeah so there's all evidence for this nobody can deny it and so forth we're not here to carry favor with any person or any organization or government or politician or organization or political party or so forth so if you go there's fear you might lose your iman brother absolutely haram <laughs> anything to do they're going to jahannam and that what you got to worry about them and you can go to their house or you meet that person and remember after everything
everything is done and dusted and you offer condolences so that is fine but you go into the graveyard you go into their uh, memorial services you go and do all the all haram all these things here to send second hand clothes and all that is permissible but you must tell the customer that this is not new it is something that has been used and so forth and remember that if you just keep quiet and you sell it then that type of transaction is not permissible he habibuna rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said authentic hadith in muslim sharif man ghashana falaysa minna whosoever he deceives us he's not of us you're not a true muslim so therefore you need to be really circumspect and careful in this regard mm. so just one more question before we go for our interval uh mommy says here when my child was born a number of people give presents and money as a gift is it allowed for us to use that money to go for holiday with our child? Remember, Muftisab, he's my child, anonymous Ustad. It's totally haram. The money is for the baby, not for you. So now you're usurping the money of the baby for your holiday and so forth. Totally haram it is. So you must use that money for the child, not for you. So how can you even think of doing that? It mm. just shows how warped our minds have become. The kuffar have put it in our head. No, December, come like myself. Last week I was gone somewhere. This week I'll go. Next week I'll go, inshallah. But Christmas, New Year, I sit at home. You must remember that because half the time on the roads, you get these drunkies and you will see majority of the accidents are either because of drunken driving or because mm. of speeding and so forth. So what we got to do with December, what we got to do with Christmas and New Year's, all lies all these things here. Christmas is not even mentioned in the Bible and so forth. The masses are asses and you Muslims who say, no, we must go for holiday. For what you have to have herd mentality, you took vaccine or what? Mm. And the New Year, that also is a lie. So December, December December means 10, November means 9, October means 8, and September means 7. But you write it down, today you write 0, 5, 12. But December means 10, so why are you writing 12? You see how they fool the people because masses are asses. So all that haram, what you are suggesting, Kala, that you're stealing from your own son and daughter, Allah forbid. Mm. 20 uh, minutes uh, to 12. We'll go for our interval. When we come back, we will continue with the bliss of marriage. Stay tuned. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaa. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaa. Well, it's uh, 18 minutes uh, to 12. You are tuning and listening to the bliss of marriage. Let's go and hear what's happening in uh, Gaza in Palestine, Ustad. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Look at Macron, the Hitler of Europe, Pakka Harami. France is the country that occupied Tunisia for 75 years. It occupied Algeria for 130 years, raped and looted and plundered that country. And now the France got the big jaw. See what they say. France imposes sanctions on Hamas leader Yahya Sinwar. Yahya Sinwar is defeating them. He's the strategist mastermind. So they don't know what to do. So go to hell with your sanctions. You must put sanctions on Israel, the rogue apartheid terrorist Nazi regime and so forth. New York Times you must remember they say Hamas hit one of the nuclear places of Israel. Mm. That is New York Times. So you got it? So and the White House announces money pelile. Money is finished <laughs> now for Ukraine. So that is how America plays you must remember that. Just one month ago 
three months ago, they told Ukraine, Zelensky, we will support you whatever it takes. We will give you money. We will give you arms, ammunition. Putin hit the hell out of them and America, another failed venture of America, Europe and so forth. Here also they are failing, so now they want to put, instead of putting sanctions on the aggressor, on the super-terrorist Israel, they go and sanction Adahu, Yahya, Sinwar and them for, de- for defending themselves. These are the Haramis, the super-terrorists, therefore we call them all war criminals, Bush, Blair and Macron and B.B. Netanyahu Etimar Ben-Gwer Smotrich and whole happy lot Macron and so forth and who can figure it? Richie Rich the one Indian Harami so remember what the mockery the people are making of him the worst Prime Minister one of the worst Prime Ministers of Britain you must remember that then history that is you go read what they are writing and what they are saying so all this we call them war criminals guilty of gender aside and inshallah all must be taken to task somebody says uh, Muftisab, uh, they keep claiming that woman's place is at home even when they go for umrah and hajj woman must read in their rooms so how do they justify mastura jamaats stop making things difficult Sister in Cape Town to start. Sister, you see, you just speaking, you, you eat too many donuts, I think, or too many cook sisters, therefore you're thinking like a cook sister and so forth. When we speak, we speak from Quran Sharif and from Sunnah Mubarakah and Sahaba's Fatwa and so forth, not from the top of our head or from our thumb and so forth. Now you go and read Quran. Quran Karim states, chapter 33, verse number 33. Where is the place of the lady, Muslim lady? وَقَرْنَ فِي بُيُوتِكُنَّ A Muslim lady's place is at home. So she must stay at home as far as possible. Always running around daily to the mall and meet Paul and all haram all that. Then if the need arises to go, you have to visit somebody in a hospital or somebody is sick or there's a janaza of your very close member, you have to go so you can go. There's some need. But you can't be beautifying, adorning yourself like they used to do in the first period of jahiliyyah of ignorance. Chapter 33, verse 33. Hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif, authentic hadith. Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa said, When a lady leaves her home, and she applies all the lipstick and dipstick and all the perfume and makeup and all these kind of things, she passes the man, the man can see her, she's dolled up and so forth, and the fragrance is reaching everywhere. She is an adulteress. What did Master Mustafa وسلم, the Master say? She is an adulteress. The hadith is Sahih, authentic mention in Tirmidhi Sharif. So you got Quran, you got hadith. And the Sunnah of Nabi You say that when we take our wives, our mothers, daughters, we all agree. If they read Salat in the hotels, the reward is much more. The hadith is authentic. Go open Targhib wa Targhib. Umme Humayda Sa'idiyah came to Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa in Medina Munawwara. Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi Sallam, I love reading Salat behind you. Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa in Medina in the masjid. 
Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi told her, yes, I know, but you see your house has got three parts. If you read Salat at home, in the one that is nearest to the masjid, so you'll get more reward than reading behind me in Masjid Nabawi. If you read there in the middle part, so there's a little bit further away from the masjid, and so then you will get even more reward. And if you read Fiqari Baitik in the last, last room, right at the back, your reward will be the optimum, maximum reward. So all this is not from our side, that is Sharia. That is what Deen of Islam is teaching. We say if a lady reads Salat behind the Imams of the Haram, the fatwa will be the Salat is valid. But if you want maximum, optimum reward, then the lady should read in a hotel, in a house, and then she will get more reward for that. Mm. And on that, there's consensus and unanimity. Third issue you raise about the women going out in women, Mastura, Jamaat. So they don't go alone. They go with their husband. They go with their brother. They go with their husband. So their father and mahram and so forth. How they went for Umrah. Since when Umrah is first or something. So most of most in Nafil is Sunnah. So you must remember if the lady can go for Umrah with a husband or a father. So similarly, she can go out, you must remember, for Jamaat for 40 days, 10 days, 20 days with a husband and father and so forth. So what's the problem there? So it shows, sister, you're eating too much cooked sisters and you're getting, you're blowing <laughs> your fuses. <laughs> Someone, somebody says, Ustad, I cannot seem to find the dua for falling pregnant in the Masnoon dua, Ustad. So you must remember, read the Quran, so leave the Masnoon dua and then read the Quran, you will find all the duas. There, I give you five duas now. So you're ready, write it down, all the duas. Chapter 37, verse 100. You know Surah Yasin is chapter Surah 36. So this is chapter 37, verse 100. It's a dua of Nabi Ibrahim, alayhi salam. Rabbi habali minasalihin. Oh Allah, grant me pious or spring pious children, normal children. So one dua, right? Second dua, dua of Nabi Zakaria, alayhi salam. Chapter 21, Surah 21, in the 17th Supara. And that is that Surah Anbiya, verse 89. Rabbi la tadharni farda wa anta khayrul warithin. Oh, beloved Allah, that do not leave me alone. And you are the best one to grant as, ya Allah. So that's the dua of Nabi Zakaria, alayhi salam. Allah ta'ala bless Nabi Ibrahim, alayhi salam, with Nabi Ismail, alayhi salam, Nabi Ishaq, alayhi salam. Allah blessed him, Nabi Zakaria, alayhi salam, with who? What you must remember, Nabi Yahya, alayhi salam. Chapter 21, verse 89. Third one. Chapter 3, verse 38. Chapter 3, Surah Al-Imran, and in the third Jews, third Supara, and verse 38, so Dua of Zakaria, salam. And what is that? Rabbi habali milladun kathurriyatan tayyiba. O Almighty Allah, grant me from your side such offspring and children that are pure and chaste. Innaka sami'ud dua. Ya Allah, verily you are the one who listens to the duas and supplication. How many you got? Three. You got so far Surah 37, verse 100. Surah chapter 21, verse 89. Surah 3, verse 38, fourth one. 
Chapter 25, Surah Furqan, where the first quarter ends of the 19th Supara. Surah 25, verse 74. Ya Allah, grant us such spouses and such children and offspring that are the coolness of the eyes. The coolness of the eyes. Bring joy to the eyes. Amni four. Last one, chapter 71, Surah Nuh. And you must remember Noah and verses number 10, 11, 12, 13. Almighty Allah addresses you, husband, wife, and the entire Ummah, istighfar. We all are sinners. Istaghfiru rabbakum innahu kana ghaffara. Cry to Allah. If you wake up the Hajjud time, very good. Two, three o'clock in the morning, you can't wake up then. Then during the day, read istighfar abundantly. Astaghfirullah, 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 Rabbi min kulli dhammin wa atubu Allah Ta'ala is off forgiving. Then what are the benefits? Quran says, Yursili sama'a alaykum midrara. Allah Ta'ala will send for you beneficial rain. Wayumdidakum biamwali wa baneen. Allah will increase your wealth. Allah will increase your children. See there, your sons Allah will give you. Allah will give you daughters by his daughters. Wayaj Allah, these are the worldly benefits. And then, Wayaj Allah kum jannatium, Wayaj Allah kum anhara. In the year after, Allah will bless you with the gardens of paradise and Allah will bless you with the streams and the rivulets in Jannah and so forth five different du'as we gave you all from the noble Quran there is no du'a better than the du'as enshrined and mentioned in the noble Quran Allah Akbar subhanallah I see so many sisters who started asking for the du'a somebody says they can move to make this into a club and send it viral so we send out the podcast you must remember that you just you must remember listen there and so forth otherwise our Suleiman Mota can make a clip there of these five duas and then we will send it out you must remember that so Suleiman Mota say he will do it so inshallah Aziz somebody says my baby is seven months old Ustad and has a very bad colic he also doesn't sleep much and is very restless is there a dua I can read for trapped wind gas as well as for a peaceful sleep Ustad. Read Surah Fatiha, the opening first chapter of the Noble Quran seven times, that the Hadith in Bukhari Sharif and Surah Fatiha is known as Surah to Shifa, remember that, and blow on your wonderful daughter, son, whatever it is. And remember, read Aital Kulsi, read the four Kuls, Kulyal Kafirun, Kul Wallah, Kul Fala, Kul Binas, the entire Quran Sharif is Shifa and Cure, Al-Quran so therefore you should remember that Almighty Allah has given us the solution and we must implement it learn it practice on it and implement it and propagate it to others as well hmm. somebody says that my daughter-in-law she's crying very very much because uh, uh, her husband has proposed to one of the sisters who start in Gaza in Palestine what do I tell them, Ustad? I say it's a good idea, Ustad. So remember, nobody will get married to you from Gaza and all these kind of things here. Yeah, you must remember that. You think you can just walk in and out of Gaza and all this type of thing. And the husband also got no brains. You must remember that. That people want to just practice on their lust and desires and worms and fancies. Ask him, can you do justice? He can't do justice with one wife properly. So what are you going to do justice with two wives and three wives? Quran Karim states, Surah. 
Surah 4, verse number 3. فَإِنْ خِفْتُمْ أَلَّا تَعْدِلُوا فَوَاحِدًا If you fear you can't do justice, then you must stay with one wife. So your husband, if you've got common sense, although common sense is not common, go and apologize and ask your wife for forgiveness and stay with her and forget all that Gaza woman and that. Mm. They will stay there and they will liberate Palestine and Allah Ta'ala is using them to liberate Majid al-Aqsa and get rid of all these Jutlas Haramis as it is they're messing their clothing like you can't believe <laughs> the Israeli the area force IDF such the area they're getting in their hundreds and their thousands the Haramis Allah Ta'ala's punishment is coming on the Jutlas the murderers and baby killers <laughs> I see the husband says I've got a lot of money Shukar Ustad yeah money don't bring happiness you're a fool so you <laughs> must remember that you're real idiot you are you must remember that you can't look after one wife and you speak about Gaza and all that take that money and give it to Gaza mm. yeah, you, so you've got so much money then give it to them so they can use it you want to use it to get married you've got no brains you know mm. my father has paid shares for his four girls and one son during his lifetime after he passes away must the shares be distributed equally or can it go all to his wife? Or must it be distributed according to Sharia during his lifetime as well as after his lifetime, Mustad? During your lifetime, you give everybody equally. So you got your sons, your daughters. Hadith of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, Wa'adilu bayna awladikum. You must exercise justice amongst the children. So you give it to them. They must take possession of it and you cannot make any conditions. You gave a daughter or a son a block of flats or a house or what. You can't say that you will contact, you will co- collect half the rental or some rental or all the rental. All that is haram. So you must give it equally and it must be transferred on their names in your lifetime and you cannot make any conditions attach it to the gift you are giving them. Upon death, then everything, whatever is still belonging to you, will go into the estate, first burial, funeral expenses, thereafter the debts of the deceased, thereafter wasiyah for non heirs. you must remember that, and masjid, madrasa, poor people, whatever, and maximum one-third of the net estate, and then the fourth one will be the shares of the heirs. So the shares of the heirs now will work ratio two to one for the sons and daughters, so that that is post-death, after death. During lifetime, it must be done equally, but the sons and daughters must take possession now, not after death. Mm. If it's after death, then all that is not permissible, then the laws of inheritance will work. During lifetime you give, it is a gift and a present. And after death, that is inheritance. Both got separate laws. So we need to understand both are separate entities. Mm. So just one more quickly. Somebody says, please help me. I just can't seem to start reading my five times namaz. I try my best and I want to, but just can't. It's hard. Uh, uh, so it's hard for me. I'm 20 years old. I feel bad and, and I know it's wrong, but still, please advise me on what I should do. Start. So first thing you should do is take that TV and your phone and all that and throw it away and smash it to pieces. Why you can't wake up for Fajr? Because you're addicted to your phone, you're addicted to your TV, you're addicted to your friends and all that. So all these haram actions, get rid of them and do it for the love of Allah. Yes, you need a phone, so get that Nokia phone. 
So that is the best for you. So if you really sincere and so so every day you must sing Fajr Salat or every second day, the man must read Fajr Salat and all Salat in the masjid and to must Salat Fajr and that Hadith in Bukhari Sharif, Bala Shaitan Ufi Udunay, the Shaitan is urinating in your ears. You go straight Jahannam, the Quran says, remember that what made you walk into Jahannam first thing they will say mm-hmm. so if you are really sincere take your TV and all that and your phone and throw them always smash it to pieces and second one whenever you must a salat impose a fine upon you and where you don't read salat on time where you don't read salat in the masjid with jamaat put 50 rand 100 rand and then see in one week one month you'll be 100% straight if you are really sincere, you will see everything will work out, brother. All these are feeble and lame excuses. <laughs> when people must salat like this, naqsha alayhimul kufr. We don't say they're out of the fall of Islam already. Imam Ahmad bin Ambal and majority Sahaba and Imam Ahmad bin Ambal say is already out of the fall of Islam. We say we fear that you will fly out of Islam if you don't address and redress this issue. So we need to be very, very clear on that my brother that saying no I can't I can't all that is feeble excuses Barakallahu feek Salaamu Alaikum Wa Rahmatullahi Wa Barakatuh Wa Alaikum Salaam Wa Rahmatullahi Wa Barakatuh Marcus Sahaba The Voice of Ahl Sunnah Wal Jamaah